Hello and welcome to yet another episode of From Our Hell Mouths to Your Hell Ears. I am one of your hosts, John. And I'm your other hostess, Mariah. And we are a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast, if you didn't know. <laughs> it's nice to introduce yourself every time, in case there's new people. Tell your friends. <laughs> um, and uh, we are <clears throat> reviewing Season 2. Episode 3, School Hard. Now, is it like Caveman School Hard? That's my first thought, but that, this has nothing to do like, with primitive. Like rock hard, like school hard. Oh, okay. I hadn't thought about that possibility. Me, yeah. Bob. I don't do Caveman until... Me, think school hard. I don't do Caveman until later in the series. Yeah. Well, evidently the place that they the place that they placed the least amount of effort was in the title. But that's okay. It's an afterthought. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So we start out with uh our favorite school administrator, Principal Snyder. What did you realize about Principal Snyder? Oh yeah. I forget his the actor's name, but he was Cork in uh Star Trek series. Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. And a little bit of TNG. Oh, yeah. He was in like an episode or two. Yeah. Because they, the last season of TNG was made at the same time as the first season of Deep Space Nine. Oh, that I did not know. But yeah, I mean, if I didn't like Snyder enough already, oh, Quark, ooh, the Ferengi, ooh, the ear thing is just so, ugh. the ears are like creepy enough on their own, and then the fact that they're like erogenous zones is just like, ooh. but anyway. Plus they're sexist and... Yeah, there's that. They're already, <laughs> they're despicable on many levels. <laughs> so, Principal Ferengi here is uh, <clears throat> talking to you. You two are the worst kids in the whole school. And then we uh, we see uh, one bad girl. I forget her name already. Sheila. Sheila. And the other bad girl is, of course, Buffy. Yeah, at first I was like, why is he bringing up the gym thing? Like, it's... Is that the only basis of her be, being considered the worst, one of the two worst students in the school? But I guess she's also failing a lot of classes. Is that the only thing that she's trying to hide from her mom? Because she's not openly ditching school as far as we know. I don't know. There was the one episode where she openly ditched school. Like the but first... that was before Snyder. It's true. That's Principal Flutie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know exactly what she does wrong at school. I think it's just the grade thing. Because he he says something about, like, you're always fighting. And true, she's always fighting, but it's never at school. Yeah, no. It's at the bronze. It's in the cemetery. It's in a dark alley. She's not fighting at school. Or if it is at school, it's, like, after hours at midnight. Well, Snyder lets on at the end that he's aware of the vampire situation, so maybe he knows more altogether. Mm, that's what I was thinking. He's It's his way of keeping tabs mm -hmm. on Buffy because, yeah, he do realize that he knows what's really going on. But I don't think they actually follow up with that in any other episode. Probably not. I don't think it's actually meant to be a thing. I think it's just just a little 
insider information that okay he's he's not totally out of the loop but the thing that cracked me up I was like okay so there are these two kids and he's bringing them into his office and for what because he's short on people to serve punch and make banners like it's not that he's short he's putting them in charge of everything it's only their job so he's short on everything that's all i could think is he couldn't find anyone else and so he's like ah damn it i need someone to serve punch and make the banners i'll bring in the two worst kids and make it seem like it's because they're bad that was that was my choice (laughs) they're always suck-ups what about the the class president Mm -hmm. there's always suck-ups at least at my high school they were willing to decorate for the dance or whatever but he's he's a masochist you know Mm-hmm. So I think that makes sense. But I finally figured out why Sarah Michelle Geller's innocent act is bad acting in my perception. It's because I think as a person, she's just a really strong woman. And I think that it's easy for her to play <clears throat> the strong female lead. And when she's act asked to act innocent and timid, that that's where her poor acting maybe shines through, that she can't do the, the role reversal. Anyway, I don't know if that's true or not. I think that would just make her a bad actress then. Well, yeah. and I, <laughs> I But then there are times that I'm like, why is she only sometimes a bad mm-hmm. actress? And it's just the weak parts. And it's because she is a really strong person in, in real life. What other movies was she in? No oh, farts if I know. Uh, it would be interesting to... Well, no, Watch yeah. her in other roles. Well, now you want me to scenes. get on IMDb? Like, you can't ask questions like well, that. Well, not right now. Like, well, I know, but you know how we are. We'll do that in about 40 minutes. Oh, gosh, I have to wait. Okay, <laughs> fine. Okay, so that's a set-up parent-teacher night. And then, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's about to get good, y'all. Entre. Entre is the French say. <laughs> so, in a car smashing through the Welcome to Sunnydale sign is a bad boy Whew. who we come to know as Spoik. Oh, Spoik. <laughs> Love of my life. And he's immediately super cool. You know he's cool because he's smoking a cigarette. He is. And he's in permanent vampire face, which... Well, not really. No, but I mean, he he doesn't need to be in vampire face. And then I think, too, the first time we saw that was with the master. And his lackeys were always in vampire mm-hmm. face. So I was like, oh, no, he's looking like a lackey. But clearly he is <laughs> no one's lackey. Well, driving a car all crazy and smashing through a sign would probably be a big adrenaline rush. Yeah. And that might be why... His vamp face started showing. I think it's just because he has blacked out windows and he can't fucking <laughs> see anything. <laughs> could be. Could but be. I mean, he's driving at night. So anyway. So, and then he says, um, good to be home, which I don't think that they reference for the rest of the episode. But I was shocked. That yeah, has he been there before? He must have. He said, home sweet home. He's from England or something. So. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so in addition to... New Vampire Spike. We still got the old dorks. The the chosen one or whatever he's the called. The anointed. The anointed one. And all his loser followers. They're talking about their whole... Oh, St. Vigis is coming up. We're gonna... Ooh, the stars are aligned. Now, we've tried it 12 times before. But this one is gonna be the time we get the Slayer. 
Talk about bad acting. That kid seems so innocent. He does not exude power at oh. all. Yeah, he has zero charisma. Right? He's just like, I want you to kill the Slayer. Can you do that? <laughs> yeah, he's horrible. He dude. must have had an in somehow. He networked his way into that role. He's probably one of the producer's sons or something. Mm-hmm. Nephew. Yep, gotta be. Yep. Okay, so they're talking about this thing, and then Spikey comes in, and he's pretty much just takes over immediately. Mm-hmm. I'll kill your Slayer for you. I've killed two already. I'm a badass. Mm-hmm. Just to... I don't mean to brag. Oh, wait, I do. Mm-hmm. And then we get introduced to an even newer vampire, Drusilla. She's a pretty dynamic character, I, I think. I freaking love Drusilla. Yeah, yeah, she is. I remember when John and I were watching it, I was like, wow, she's got this kind of interesting dichotomy with kind of nice. And he was like, nice? And I was like, well, I mean, she talks about the daisies like she actually cares about them. <laughs> I was wondering if there is, in all her, like, weird shit she says, Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's supposed to be any kind of, like, foreshadowing or, like, glimpse into her past or, like, hidden messages. Mm -hmm. Or is it just, like, the writers being like, what's some batshit crazy stuff she could say? Yeah, well, and the impression that I get from her is that she really doesn't want to be undead. She is really unhappy. And so she's kind of like, if you can't beat them, join them. And she's just gone fucking batshit crazy. Do you remember her origin story? No, don't remind me. Okay. We're not there yet. Okay. I love that I have a bad memory because then <laughs> I get to rewatch it all over again. Nice. So yeah, the, uh, the Drusilla-Spike dynamic is... I just love them together, too. For sure. It's like this chaotic, sexual, like, erotic. And loving. Loving. And then they could snap at any minute uh-huh. and, like, just tear into each other or anyone else around. They would never hurt one another. Well, maybe, like, in a fun way for them. Oh, yeah. The, the bleeding. Yeah, because they're She both... scratches his face and licks the blood off. Masochistic, for sure. But anyway, they're ah, oh, they're just so great. <sighs> they are. Okay, so they said they're gonna kill the Slayer, and uh, they start talking about how tough the Slayer is. And it cuts to Buffy trying to brush her hair. <laughs> She's having a rough time. Yeah. Um. Do you know? Do you have? Do you use cream rinse in your hair? I don't, I don't even... even know what cream rinse is. Because that was my question. What the hell is cream rinse? I've heard of dry shampoo that you spray into your hair so you don't have to wash it, but cream rinse, I guess it's some sort of, like, mask for your hair to re-moisturize it. I don't know. To make it soft and shiny? Mm Mm-hmm. Her hair's fine the way it is. It is. Well, you know, and my first impression is to laugh off, like, oh my gosh, you're being so flippant. It's just high school. And then I thought, you know what? At that age, when you're that insecure... It actually is a lot to take on being a high schooler, trying to get good grades, trying to have a social life, and be a slayer. Like, that is legitimately really difficult. Plus, she never sleeps. Yeah, right. We've talked about Mm -hmm. that before. Where are the bags under her eyes? But Mm -hmm. you know what? She's the slayer, so she has limitless energy. That's what it is. And in addition to all of her school problems, her mom's kind of negative 
kind of her mom is an a-hole right she immediately comes in hey i found a letter about parent teacher night what horrible things are your teachers gonna say to me like right. immediately well and i don't remember what she said i wrote down mom is a narcissist because it comes back to oh yeah she's talking about i know that things are hard but I don't want to have to move again. I don't want to have to do this. And it's like, way to put yourself in front of your daughter. Right. This is not about you. She had to move too. She doesn't ever see her dad. Right. She has all these, she's a new kid. And to give her the benefit of the doubt, she's a nice person. Right. One of my quotes I wrote for Joyce is, what I don't want is to be disappointed in you again. Y- yeah. I can't imagine saying that to my daughter. Oh, god. No matter how old she is. Yeah. And it's not just disappointed once. It's again. Right? You do this to me all You're the time. You're a disappointment. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Fucking Joyce. Fucking Joyce. And you know what? Do you feel like she's redeemed later in the episode? When she's get away from my daughter. She should have been there from the beginning. I mean, I was going to, we can talk about that when we get there. But I mean, she barely redeems herself. I don't think she does. Barely. Just because she's like, oh, I saw you in that. I got to see it for myself that you're not a piece of shit like your teachers say. Well, she put herself in harm's way to protect Buffy. Yeah. Okay. We'll see how she goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Which is honestly bare minimum for a parent. I would never let my child leave me in a room to go and fight on her own. I would have her... I, she, my child would always be behind me. I would always be in the front. When I walk on the sidewalk, my kid is on the inside. I'm walking in the, you know, closest the to the street. street. Hell yeah, man. Well, I think Buffy would have overpowered her to be honest with you she would i mean she was definitely in a commanding way i mean she was convincing at that time but still i would i would have to fight every instinct in my body to not it's it's instinct mm-hmm. joyce has no instinct but anyway <laughs> we're we're jumping ahead you know what i think that's fine i like to keep it free flowing okay i really want to talk about buffy being covered <clears throat> in paint next okay so uh that Talk about it. So we cut to her, you know, making the banner. And they have these small paintbrushes. And Buffy is like a ninja. And she can't control her paint. She's got paint splattered all over her and a, a bit on her face. I'm like, what What are you doing with the paint, Buffy? It's just little choices like that where I'm like, I get that we want to give the impression that she's been working hard. <laughs> like, to that extreme just made me laugh. In all actuality... Aside from having amazing ninja slayer skills, she is kind of a clumsy person. And she's not paying attention. I can imagine her just being absent-mindedly painting and like going to scratch her face. I could see that. And getting paint all over her. Yeah, because I did like when she was first going to Sunnydale her first day, she did bump into someone and drop all of her stuff. Mm-hmm. She Xander. Has... <laughs> right? No, Xander came to help her. Somebody else bumped into her. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And Buffy, she's kind enough to cover for Sheila. She could have had an out. She could have been honest and put herself in the front 
and the front running spot of not being expelled, and she's still covered for Sheila. So she's good a, old heart of gold Buffy. She's a helper. She it's in her nature to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, why can't her friends help her? Snyder's being such a dick. Of course he is. He's like, don't tell me you're covering for her. Like, oh, you're here helping her? This is ridiculous. And they're like, we're not helping. Like, why? Again, you want this shit to be done. You want it to look good. You want to impress the parents. Like, what is your problem? Oh, he has openly admitted that he likes to see others in pain. He he gets a kick out of it. He's twisted, dude. Well, I hope he gets eaten by a giant snake later or something. <laughs> the hyenas will come back and get him. Anyway, we go to the bronze and Buffy is trying to study with Willow while a live band is playing. Okay, 30 feet away from them. Couple points I want to make. Number one, if you didn't notice Xander's dance before they cut to Buffy and Willow, that's priceless. I think that rivals uh, Carlton in <laughs> Fresh Prince. It was amazing. In fact, it kind of reminded me of that. And guess what? They're not talking about boys. Good for them. Right. Okay. Do you think the director's direction for Xander was dance funny or just like you're just gonna be dancing and he just happened to be that's just how he dances that's how nicholas brendan dances i don't think it's how he dances but i'm sure he was having a good time (laughs) you know he definitely doesn't look like he's having to act quote unquote yeah um so spike is prowling the uh the bronze where's her vampy sense Right? It should be going off because he's like oozing. Yeah. Vampirism. Does he look a little aroused by her? Maybe it's just. Oh, I'm a... sure he is. Right? A little. Is it because he knows he's going to fight her? Yeah. And he's hyping him. He's hyped up for the fight, too. Gotcha. Um, so, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in this show Spike walks up to like random people. White people dancing. And he's like, whoa, there's a girl getting bit outside. And someone called the police. And nobody fucking moves <laughs> at all. They just continue dancing and smiling. And Buffy runs out of the bronze. And you had to point it out to me for me even to recognize. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. They don't even react. <laughs> Only Buffy does. And not to mention to top it off, of course, within two minutes... This vampire is able to find a woman alone in a dark alley because there's always a woman alone <laughs> in a dark alley in Sunnydale. It's just, it's stock. It's expected. That's they have funny. them on shifts. Yeah, right. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so Buffy goes out and she's like, pow, 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 kicking some ass. And Spike is like scouting her. Mm-hmm. He's watching. She finally kills the dude. Claps. Yeah. Nicely done. They trade barbs. Mm-hmm. And uh, he threatens to kill her, and she just lets him walk away. There's no, like, hey, get back here. Let's do this now. She's like, I'll let him do his plan. Well, I mean, I, I would want to do a little research, too, to know what I'm up against. I don't... She she knows better than to be too spontaneous and hot-headed. Does she? 
at times. I think she she knows how to pick her battles. Okay. But I mean, you take a look at his face, man. I would I'd want some background info info before jumping in. But yeah, I I hear you. I hear you. Yes. So uh, next is our bad girl. Um, what's her face? Oh yeah, Tiffany. Sheila. Sheila. Oh, I re- okay. So Sheila the spider from Lord of the Rings. Maybe you can remember it that way. She's not nearly as cool as Sheila. Oh, of course. And not. it's Sheila. Oh. What the heck were they thinking? I think he just had to be cool. Had a B at the end. Hmm. Probably. <laughs> so she's leaving the the bronze with Dwayne and Dell, some random guys, and. Uh, she has no peripheral vision because Spike knocks them both out and hits on her and she's super interested immediately because who wouldn't be? Mm-hmm. And she like walks away with Spike and then they pan like two feet away and there's both the dudes just laying there. Yeah. She has to be inebriated to not realize or not be able to notice these two guys. Just laying there? Uh, dark alleys, man. Dark alleys. So, uh, the Scoobies are in the library researching Spike. An angel comes in. He's like, oh, I know Spike. Let me tell you a tale. The only thing Angel is good for is cryptic info. Mm -hmm. That's it. He's a bad guy. Um, And then Angel and Buffy start uh, fighting in front of everyone. Yeah, having a little lover's spat. Like... No one cares. <laughs> Go do this out in the hall or something. Right. Don't start airing your dirty laundry in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And they do this thing where they're like, oh, I thought you'd be there. Well, I said I might be. I said maybe I'd show up. <sighs> Once again, I get it for Buffy. She's a high school girl. Angel's 240-something goddamn years old. I think he'd be over all these games. Yeah, he'd be like, dude, this is annoying. Right? This Her is valley stupid. girl talk. You said I might be there. Just fucking, are you going to be there or not? Can we just... I mean, that's a, that's a nice piece of ASS. So he's willing to put up with a lot. I guess. <laughs> but then, what does he do? He mystically disappears. No, just... And you know what I thought? There is only one reason for someone to leave that fast without notice. He's got to have the runs. (laughs) And then I'm thinking, okay, so if he's got diarrhea, what gives a vampire diarrhea? Did he drink bad blood? Does blood sour? Got old. Yeah, and he's like, oh gosh, I gotta... gotta." His refrigerator went out or something. Do vampires poop if all they drink is blood? I doubt it. It's a liquid diet. I don't think they do. Crazy. Okay, so we go back underground. Drusilla's playing with her dolls. And uh, is this where Spike comes and talks to her? Mm-hmm. We've got Sheila tied up. Mm-hmm. And... Eat something, Drew. Mm-hmm. We uh, learn here that she's, like, sick or something. Yeah, we don't know how yet. She's got something wrong with her, and Spike is trying to find the cure or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever actually know what's really wrong with her. Maybe we do. Did he intimate intimate that she was, that there was something wrong with her? That she had an illness? Yeah, I think it's okay. that she's cursed or she's, she's like sick in some way. 
Because I was thinking, too, that would actually uphold my theory that she really doesn't want to be a vampire, and so she's just in denial, but there's still a part of her that doesn't just doesn't want to drink blood. But, I don't know. She's pretty happy to start feeding on Shelob. <laughs> we'll just call her Shelob for the mm-hmm. rest of the time. I love it. Yeah. Um... So we go back to the library. Scoobies are screwing around, playing with weapons. Stuff like that. Buffy's chopping up veggies. She's going to make one veggie plate for the entire <laughs> school's parents. Um, so it happens. Her mom walks up. Willow starts distracting mom. Um... Yeah, I said, hold up, Buffy. Buffy put this whole thing together, and it's and it's a success. But Snyder still just can't wait to bust her balls to her mom. Mm-hmm. Even though she did exactly what he said, he set up the parameters. You set this up, or else. Well, she did it, but the or else still happened. Well, yeah, he didn't get his shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. When I was thinking, okay, so I've labeled him a masochist. I've labeled Joy a narcissist. Would a narcissist and a masochist make a good couple? I don't know. I wonder. I mean, he's a Ferengi, so, you know, I don't think that there's any sexual attraction there, but... No, he's a sad, short little man. (laughs) Um, And so, but Joyce goes off with Principal Snyder, and they have a little chat, and Joyce comes back all like... You're in deep shit, Buffy. Get in the car. Mm-hmm. What did he tell her that she didn't know? Just the grades. I think that's the only thing that I can think it's gotta of. Gotta be. But again, like Joyce walks into the school, waiting to hear the bad news. There's yeah. no, no sliver of a possibility that maybe Buffy's been doing well. But yeah, I was thinking about that too. I mean, I guess in high school, it's not like my mom was keeping tabs on my grades. I don't even think I got... You don't get report cards home in high school anymore. I don't know. Not that I know of. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I got bad grades. and never remembering. I never remember going to the mailbox first mm-hmm. to hide it. So, who knows? Yeah. Okay, so we start learning some Giles' reading books. We learn that Spike... Back in the day was called William the Bloody. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound good. And Giles reveals to everyone that he has killed two slayers in his time. So he's pretty legit dangerous. Probably not the best thing to tell Buffy straight out the gate, but... No, because remember when they tried to hide information from her before? I think she's proven she doesn't like that. Right? But she's gone up against the master, and after he killed her, she spent an entire summer training her ass off. So mm-hmm. she's she's pretty tough now, and her confidence is pretty high, which I like. Yeah, she's ready. Yep. She's ready for whatever they got next. Mm-hmm. And she's died before, so she knows what that drill yeah, is. She don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> okay, so Buffy's in trouble. She's about to go to the car with her mom, and then Spike... Literally crashes the party. Mm-hmm. Smashing through a window. And they start doing the whole, like, everyone down on the ground or whatever. And these really tough, very old vampires 
are deterred with a chair and a wheelie cart that actually like knocks them over. I'm like, dude, a wheelie cart? Come on, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, vampires. Well, it's been proven in the past that because Spike is using the anointed one slash master's lackeys. Mm-hmm. And we know how worthless they are. Yep. They can't fight. They don't know how to make any decisions. They're just morons. I guess you're right. I was thinking that this guy who said, oh, I was there at the crucifixion and blah, blah, blah. He's a liar. Yeah, I guess. Spike does, like, blow the lid off that one, so... Yeah, mm -hmm. they, they are. They're worthless. They like candles. That's all they do. And now that they don't have any candles to light because they're not in the master's <laughs> cave, they're literally useless. Mm -hmm. um, so Buffy's like immediately going into general mode. You, you do this. You do that. Go here. Run here. Hide there. And uh, Cordelia gets grabbed and Willow shows some grit. Mm. Hits hits him with something fire extinguisher maybe I don't remember, mm -hmm. but she saves Cordelia and they hide in a janitor's closet. So good job, Willow. Scooby Squad is strong. Mm-hmm. So vampires cut the power. They cut the phones. And Giles' plan is to send Xander out to go get Angel for help. So you take the strongest to go get the weakest. Angel has literally done nothing up to this point to prove that he knows how to fight or handle himself. He's usually just saying, hey, something freaky's happening, and then he fucks off. Xander saved Buffy's life. Well, you know, almost. He was the one that went to rescue he her. He saved Cordelia last episode. Nope. nope. So, uh... Yeah. And Snyder's in, in the room with Buffy's mom. Mm -hmm. He thinks it's a gang on PCP. Right, he says. That's what he says. Mm -hmm. So uh, Buffy's like, I'm going to go save the day. She goes up into the ceiling, starts crawling around, gets to the library. She knows the school layout to where she can figure out where she's going while she's up in the ceiling. That's yeah. pretty cool. Do you think she studied that? And is that something she was like, she's so like, it's one of her slayer powers. Like, ready to fight at all times. Like, that's just where her mind wanders. Like, if we're ever trapped and I have to go here, I need to find it. Well, yeah, probably not, but um, she can probably... Yeah, she's smart, and then she also remembers that she's she's resourceful. I think that's why she ends up winning, is because she's not just strong, but she's got, she's got a lot of res res resourcefulness. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's not very good at being quiet up there. No. Let's see. What happens? Oh, yeah. Someone tries escaping out the window. They get eaten. That's not that important. Joyce is actually standing up for Buffy to I'm... Principal Snyder. Mm -hmm. She's like, I am the mm -hmm. only one who can insult my daughter. Right? That's my job to ruin her self-esteem, not yours. <laughs> right? <clears throat> um... So Buffy's sneaking around and Shelob shows up. How did she turn that fast? It's been one day. Usually you plant someone in the ground and you have to wait a whole day. So well, maybe uh, 
uh, Drusilla has special turning people powers. Of course she does. Mm -hmm. Yep. We'll just say that. But, uh, yeah, Shelob shows up. She's a normal person. Buffy's like, here, get behind me. And, uh, she's a vampire. And who saves Buffy's butt? Who says, watch out? Um, I don't remember. Wasn't Willow, because she was hidden. I felt like it was Was someone... it Xander? No. No, it was a, a woman. I don't know. But... Hell, I don't know. It was someone. Anyway. Was it her mom? No, her mom was in the, the room. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But someone saves her. We're going to pretend it doesn't matter. <laughs> so she, like, gets Sheila away from her. She'll, Sheila gets away. I wish they would have kind of come back to her. Because she could have been a cool vampire, too. Maybe, but I think they purposefully... They really set her up to be a character that we don't care about. So that... You know, it was fine when she got We don't turned. like her. Yeah, we don't like her at all. But that's why they could have brought her back as a... She could have joined Spike and Drusilla. I, could, I can't handle any more bad acting. Her acting is so bad. Anyway, sorry. Maybe that's why they didn't... They had a plan, and then the person they cast were like, Oh, crap, never mind. <laughs> okay, so Angel shows up. With Xander as his prisoner, and Angel's all vampired out. And he's like, hey, Spike, how you doing? You know, old friends. Mm hmm. We're old friends catching up. You know, hey, how's this? Oh, she thinks you're broody, but you're really a cool guy, huh? Yeah, I'm a cool guy. So, for the first time, it seems like Angel is actually useful. He has a plan, but then at the end, Xander's like, well, what would have happened? And he was like, well, guess you would have gotten eaten. Yeah. So maybe he, he wouldn't have let him get eaten. I don't think I don't he he wouldn't have stood up to Spike. He's a wuss. He would have ran off with the runs again. He's just messing with Xander because he doesn't like him, and he knows yeah. they don't like each other. Xander's always trying to, you know. I think there run was a grain of truth in it. I don't think so. Okay. All right. That's another. That's something I want to bring up too. Hmm. The dynamic of the relationship between Buffy and Xander. Mm-hmm. Do you think that is sustainable? Because he has a crush on her. He's asked her out. She said, no, I don't see you that way. Mm -hmm. They're able to stay friends. But he's constantly talking shit about her boyfriend. Would that not get annoying if you had your best male friend has a crush on you and is always talking down to on your boyfriend that would put a strain on their relationship i would think yeah maybe it's because she just perceives it as harmless she knows that xander's just xander you know she takes him takes him for who he is and he does have a lot of redeemable qualities you know sure maybe it makes her feel special that he's still pining after her i don't know yeah She's got this little lap dog. Mm -hmm. Follow like, her around and do whatever she wants. Oh, Xander. You'll so, get over it. Whatever self-confidence her mom takes away from her, Xander gives it right back. There you go. He <laughs> replaces that fatherly figure with a doofiness. Now, I know I've brought it up to you before, and I don't mean to slight Xander at all, but him as an actor, I don't, I don't know if he just got taller and thinned out. I don't think he grew any. But his face is hecka thin 
in this season. And I always worried that the actor had like an eating disorder. Cause if you look at the first season, he's round and a just regular looking guy. I mean, he wasn't heavy at all, but yeah, his face got mm. super thin. Anyway, I honestly don't notice things like that about people. Mama Mariah's worried. She wants to make him some steak and potatoes. Right, go eat a sandwich. <laughs> um, okay, what happens next? Oh, we get the showdown. Mm. Buffy and Spike. No weapons. Fuck yes. Right? Yes. Let's just go. Love it. Let's go. Yes. So uh, they start cutting between... There are two fights happening. Buffy and Spike doing their, doing their thing. And Angel's showing his fighting skills finally mm -hmm. and xander's mixing it up with some vampires too so we got angel and xander fighting off some vampires buffy and spike are fighting angel's actually deuce doing something spike actually has buffy down on the ground and this is when joyce comes and saves the day and it's a good moment for her. Mm -hmm. Stay the hell away from my daughter, mm -hmm. right? Now I'm going to be a little negative about it. Do it. She, she makes the choice, or maybe she just doesn't know how to use an axe. <laughs> she hits him with the yeah. broad side of the axe, the flat part. Hits him in the head with the flat part of the axe. Yeah. To be fair to her, I suppose she didn't know... He was a vampire and she didn't want to murder somebody. Yeah. But she could have just sunk the axe into the side of his head and all this would have been over with. Self-defense. It's absolutely defensible. Yeah. Come on, Joyce. She didn't want to murder someone, I suppose. She doesn't know about vampires. She still, after seeing all that, yeah. she still doesn't know about vampires. And then does she let him walk away? Does he jump up he, and run he away? He, like, scrambles away. Okay. And he starts complaining later to Drusilla, a slayer with friends and family. That's not part of the gig. And that's a huge running theme, right? And we've yeah. seen it in other shows, too, that no matter how much of a hero you are, you can't do it on your own. And when you try and go off and be the martyr and be the hero, that's when you fail. You've got to you can't leave people behind and think you're protecting them, especially when they want to be there. I mean, she is so lucky. How many people do you know that would be like, even though my life is on the line, I will do this for friendship like that's. And they haven't been friends for that long. No, not at all. I'm going to violate every basic instinct <laughs> for friendship. Right. <sighs> so at the end of the episode, the anointed one's trying to do his thing. You failed me, Spike. You should owe me your life. Spike's just like, you know what? Fuck this. Mm -hmm. Grabs a little bastard, puts him in a cage, and lights him on fire. Well, like, burns him in the sun. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Done with one bad actor. Finally, and then I love his line. You know, a little less ritual and a little more fun. Is that a quote for the night? No. No. Our quote is about the weapons. I just like using weapons. They make me feel all manly. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. I do like Spike's. I, I love his acting and it's kind of like flamboyancy 
Oh, yeah. Because he's, like, rubbing himself while he's saying that. And, like, just his posture. Uh-huh. Yeah, everything about him is great. I think he is American, too, right? I don't think he's actually English. I know he can do both accents. Hell, yeah, he's he's really good at it. I mean, I'm really used to English doing really great American accents, but in verse, I feel like sometimes I shouldn't, I'm being culturalist or whatever. Yeah, you are. <laughs> whatever that word is. Against your own people, nonetheless. <laughs> I know. Oh, man, that was good. I feel like we uh, covered all the bases and we're yeah. right at a... I think there's nothing else to say about this episode at all. Bye. <laughs> all right. Well, that was uh, season two, episode three. What's the face? School hard. And uh, we'll be back next week with a Mummy Inca Girl episode. Oh, poor Xander. <laughs> poor guy. Bye, everybody. Bye.